Welcome guys to Origin Gates weekly podcast called Wisdom's Echo and this is Stephen McKee again and today I want to speak about living beyond the veil or an ascended lifestyle. Um, I really believe as Christians mostly we get saved, we believe in salvation but most people don't go beyond that. And then you get some who do, like the Pentecostal movement, took us a bit further and said, there's, a ne- there's more, there's more. You can be baptised in the Spirit. You can begin to use the gifts. Be, you can begin to speak in tongues. You can begin to prophesy. And, and that's great, but it's almost like we've stopped there. And also, unfortunately, you could go into a lot of Pentecostal churches today and actually, they're not even functioning out of Pentecost. It's just a normal meeting, nice songs. You could even say it's seeker-sensitive, a lot of them. Not all of them, obviously. But we lack the power. We lack something. And may I suggest that we need to, again, learn how to live beyond the veil. And we might even not understand that language. But when you think about when Jesus died, it says the curtain of the temple was rent, it was torn from top to bottom. Sometimes we bypass that and go, that's that's great. What does that even mean? Well, we all know about the temple. It had really three parts to it, the outer courts, the holy place, and then the most holy place. And between the holy place and the most holy place, there was a curtain. And there was a curtain, or we could call it the veil, and the, the, the curtain was, this is where I've read, so if, if it's not quite accurate, forgive me, but I'm sure it is. The curtain was 60 feet in height, 30 feet wide and 4 inches thick. And only once a year, once a year in Israel, the high priest and only the high priest could go beyond the veil. And he, on the day of atonement, and he had to bring a sacrifice of blood on behalf of the nation of Israel. And if anyone else except the high priest entered the Holy of Holies, he or she would actually die because they could not go there. It was such a holy thing, a holy place. And the ark of the glory was beyond the veil. The glory was beyond the veil. God himself was beyond the veil. And to go beyond the veil was to encounter the majesty of God himself. And to go beyond the veil was to enter God's world. So why did the curtain or the veil, why was it torn in two when Christ died? It was torn in two to let human or humanity know that there was a way again for every single person if they desired, if they chose, not automatically, but if they chose salvation, if they chose to put their hope in Christ because of his blood, because he was the sacrifice, there was now a way opened for us to go and live beyond the sacred veil the sacred veil and let me read it if you don't believe me and this is Hebrews 10 verse 19 to 25 and it says having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holy place by the blood of Jesus by the way which he dedicated for us a new and living way through the veil That is to say, his flesh. 
and having a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in fullness of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from ev from an evil conscience, conscience, and having our body washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope, that it waver not, for he is faithful that promised. Let me just read um, that same scripture, and this is the, the amplified version. And it says this, Therefore, brethren, since we have a full freedom and conf confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus, by this fresh, new and living way which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, curtain that's the veil of the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. And since we have such a great and wonderful and noble priest who rules over the house of God, let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest and sincere hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith. By that leaning of the entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom and goodness having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty, evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water beyond the veil. You see, there's a place opened up now, a fresh, new, living way because Christ did not die just for our sins. He died so that that curtain would be torn into the separating wall that kept us from the very presence of Almighty God. You see, now there is no more barrier. And up until the cross, there was a barrier because man had fallen. Man was separated, but even still through the scriptures, there was seasons and times where different prophets or people ascended and connected and met God face to face, like Moses met God face to face, the 70 met God face to face, but somehow there was a barrier and most people could not go beyond that barrier. The separating curtain was in place and only the high priest could go once a year into the Holy of Holies, but now we're invited and one of my favourite um, people, just taking a drink of water, was Evan Roberts. And Evan Roberts was a young man, 25, 26 years old, who was used to shake the whole of Wales in 1904. And people know about the story of the Welsh revival and the Spirit of God moved through the whole nation and... and like 100,000 people were saved and people were arrested even sitting in pubs and they went to drink and they couldn't hold, lift the glass up because it was stuck to the to the bar and they came under terrible conviction and they would run to the churches and be gloriously saved. The miners were singing hymns down the mines. I mean, the, the Spirit of God moved through whole communities and whole villages powerfully. But what people don't realise is before the Welsh Revival broke out, the young man, Evan Roberts, he was so hungry for God. He was crying out to God. He was praying. He was going to all the prayer meetings. And one night, one night, he actually was taken up to heaven. And it happened between, I think it was one in the morning, five in the morning, round about that. 
and he was taken to heaven every night, every night for about two or three months, where he met God face to face. And he said it changed his whole nature. His whole being, his whole nature was changing. He said it was after that he knew a move of the Spirit was coming to Wales, but not just Wales. It was going to happen in all of the world. But he was someone that went beyond that sacred veil into the the realm of the Spirit. You see, there's a realm of the Spirit that we are supposed to live in. John said, I heard a voice behind me saying, come up here. And he was taken up. On the day of on the day of the Lord, he was taken up in the spirit, in that realm, that realm of God beyond the sacred veil. And that place was open for Evan Roberts, and he was transformed, he was changed. You see, oftentimes we're trying to do life, we're trying to live life, we're trying to do church, we're trying to um, grow our church or grow our community, but it's all the this side of the veil, whereas the Lord is saying, come up here, come through the veil, come and live in the spirit. You see, there's a place opened up for us where that curtain is torn in two, where we can live, where we can worship. Even Jesus said, there's a day coming where he was, he's looking for people who will worship in spirit and in truth. Because we think worship's about going to a place or a location, you go to church and you do worship. That's fine, but the Lord is looking for those who will worship in spirit and in truth. Those who will know how to live beyond the veil, ascended lifestyles. Sometimes I've heard speaking talking about like ascending, and that's all good, and ascending into the spirit realm, into the heavenlies. But actually there's a place where we can live, where we can stand. Who can stand in the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. There's a place of standing, there's a place of being seated. It says, we are seated in heavenly places. I know this is mysteries in a sense, because we go, well, how can I be seated there and live here? I don't know, but there's something about a place of freedom in our spirit, a place where we can live in the heavenlies and walk the earth at the same time like Jesus. He lived on the earth, but he lived in the spirit at the same time. He was in communion with his Father. When he went into the mountain of the Lord and prayed at night, it wasn't just a wee prayer time where he was just giving his worries and anxieties and requests to God. He was actually releasing his spirit into the realm of his father, the realm of his, the, the, the one he loves. He was releasing his spirit. He was in the spirit praying. Any people you learn who really prayed and made a difference to our world were people who learned how to pray in the spirit. And I don't mean just praying in tongues, I mean being in the spirit, where you are fully moving in another realm, another world. A man that I know, that I knew a little bit, but I, I, I heard him preach often, was a man called Hugh Black in Scotland. And he spoke often about the, the ladies and the women in the Isle of Lewis who knew how to function in the spirit and prayer. It's nothing new. I mean, here's an example from the man Reese Hills and this is when he was the spirit of God moved upon him powerfully and asked him say, saying I want to possess you and this is what happened to him it says within an hour the third person of the Godhead has come in he gave him that word in Hebrews having therefore boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus and immediately said Reese that was Reese Hills 
I was transported into another realm within the sacred veil, where the Father, the Saviour and the Holy Ghost live. Then I heard God speaking to me, and I have lived there ever since. I have lived there ever since. I don't know if you know anything about Reese Hills, but they prayed in a Bible school in Swansea during the Second World War, and they actually stopped the invasion of the Nazis. They ended Hitler's reign and Hitler's rule and Hitler's ideas and programs and Hitler's um, dream of conquering the world. They ended it in prayer, but it all came from the man Reese Hills who was transported into another realm beyond the sacred veil, and there he learned to live. He lived an ascended lifestyle, not just occasionally visiting the Holy of Holies, but he lived beyond the veil. He knew how to live there. And guys, we need to learn how to live there, so just learn how to get in the spirit. Ask God to teach you and learn how to live an ascended lifestyle. This is Stephen McKee and this is Origin Gate. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast. Take care and speak soon.